0: And we're live. Welcome to CAD Live. Welcome to this wonderful show. I'm joined again by Mr. Jack Napier. Hello, Jack. How are you? Hello, Troy. Doing pretty well, actually. How about you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I've just been out and about. Just been doing a little bit of uh, exercise uh, and so on and so forth. And then, um, obviously, on here to catch up with you and to discuss uh, the art of seduction by Robert Greene, which has been a great pleasure so far. Going through the book. Mm. Um. So listen, I've been off air for a couple of days. I've sort of been taking it a little bit easy, doing some work uh, on stuff in the background, so to say. Uh, but I'm back on now. And tomorrow I'm going to be on uh, James Tusk. All being well, should be joining us from Mexico tomorrow. So that's going to be really good as well. Uh, Jack, what have you been up to? In the um, not a whole lot,
1: actually. Most of it has been revolving around my personal life, because, yes, I have a life outside of the internet. Really? That's been uh, very busy. But that's good. I'm moving up in the world, which I'm very happy with. He's lying. He lives, he lives in his mother's basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's the attic, actually. But okay. <laughs> no, but uh, everything's going well. Um, I did my own show, of course, with Rob. I did some private community stuff. Yeah, everything's just uh,
0: steady as she goes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, John Modern Life Dating may be joining us as well to discuss uh, the star, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So we'll see. um, I'm just sort of sending him the link. So we'll see if he comes in. Uh, Yeah. So look, um, what we're what we're talking about today is, as I say, the art of seduction. Robert Greene. We're doing this chapter by chapter, section by section analysis of this book. Uh, we this is about I think the sixth one that we've done now. And yeah, it's uh it's it's really fascinating stuff. Because this is a book that everybody who is a seducer or aspires to be a seducer or just wants to get better with dating or with social dynamics, you really need to read this book. It's 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 just incredible stuff. It's very in-depth, it's a very cerebral book. It's not like an easy read necessarily. Uh it needs some thinking about, but it, it really teaches you just so much. And today. We are on the chapter, which is called The Star. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, before we get into it, just everybody, please hit subscribe below. Hit the notifications bell as well uh, so that you know when new videos are coming up. Leave us a comment, leave us a like, etc. Boost the algorithm in that manner, and that will be really helpful. Thank you very much. Very much. Appreciate it. All right. So look, The Star. Now, let, before we get into this, let me just read the introduction, uh, and then we can sort of comment from there. So it says... Daily life is harsh, and most of us constantly seek escape from it in fantasies and dreams. Stars feed on this weakness, standing out from others through a distinctive, appealing style, they make us want to watch them. At the same time, they are vague and ethereal, keeping their distance and letting us imagine more than is there. Their dreamlike quality works on our unconscious. We are not even aware how much we imitate them, learning to become an object of fascination by projecting the glittering but elusive presence of the star. All right, so fascinating stuff. This is one of my favorite chapters, actually, which is why we're sort of just doing this one on its own rather than doing two today. Uh, Jack, what's your immediate thoughts on, on this? Well, it immediately reminds me of influencers, pop stars, guys
1: like Dan Bilzerian. Mm. You know what I mean? Especially from a guy's perspective, like, who? What do men want? Well, an egregious amount of women, guns,
0: fast cars, and money. No guns in the UK. Oh yeah, same here in Europe. I mean, they're kind of <laughs> panties. Right? I heard. By the way, by the way, I heard it's all kicking off in the Netherlands with the uh, protest, <laughs> lockdown, lockdown protests. <laughs> yes. These guys aren't happy, are they?
1: No, they are far from happy. They are far from happy. But it um, it's it really is kind of insane in all, in all honesty. It mm-hmm. really is getting insane because um, they're trying to blame it on the far right, or right. on the even on the center right. They're trying to blame it, but then you look at the camera images and things like that, and those were not lockdown protesters. So yeah, that's going on. Cities are burning, and a while ago there was a neighborhood in my town where I live that was just lit on fire okay because we weren't able to celebrate New year's Eve and they uh yeah.
0: they didn't agree seems like you guys are getting a bit more uh wound up than the British are who are all just sitting around having a cup of tea and kind of you know letting things go <laughs> letting things well, go on due to popular uh research i found that we are more i
1: didn't I did, what was the good word again we are more imperialistic than the british
0: wow or at sense. least
1: we uh we tend to favor our king and queen more
0: than you guys which was surprising to me actually that is kind of surprising actually man um yeah that's really fascinating so obviously it's all kicking off over there are you thinking of donning your uh uh, your horns uh, um, headgear and uh, going down to store. the, the lion's mane
1: no 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 no. i'm not i'm not dumb enough to get arrested
0: Hey, MLD. we are joined by the star himself the king mr john mld sachi babi
2: it is the supreme leader of the hot dude army ready now
0: supreme <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, that, is that a, 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 <laughs> a masturbatory tool yes oh good good excellent one of on these Okay, so look, um, we've just read the intro to The Star, and I was ho- I was hoping that you were going to come in today, John, because you... I'm did- so
2: sorry I'm late. I was sitting there waiting for the what the link. I was like, damn, Troy, he didn't send me the link, but you sent it to me yesterday. I'm the boomer today. Sorry, man.
0: <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. So listen, thanks for coming in, and obviously, I was very keen to get you in because you expressed an interest in this chapter, and, and clearly the way that you present, the way that you come across, that your way of doing game, but also your way of being a content creator, it kind of reflects this. So we just read through it now. And uh, the first section, it's saying, you know, this is all about the, daily life is harsh and most of us constantly escape, constantly seek escape from it in fantasies and dreams, right? So it's about reflecting that and allowing people to project on it. So what's your sort of immediate thoughts on on this?
2: Well... Um... People do want to escape from the daily life. Um, The average person is suffering. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether they're, I mean, there's more more poor and, you know, people that are not doing well. I mean, people, it's so common for people to be doing so unwell, especially with money and stuff these days now more than ever. Um, And I think that when you have any type of grandiose air about you, you cast a willing a spell over the willing and i think that's a great i think you know this book the art of seduction is, is so fantastic because he is very very um very right when he talks about you cannot seduce the unwilling and yes. you cannot seduce somebody who's happy the the, it, the seduction is really a, a dark art Yes. Um, I am uh, a master at understanding this. It, it truly is sort of like the dark side of the force. And uh, you know, you have to be careful when you dabble in this. I, I will say that I, I this is the best book in the planet uh, of, of force deduction. And um, it's, it's a very high level book to understand. And, and, I, and yeah. a lot of guys will read it like, Oh, you know, this didn't make any sense because he didn't talk about taking cold showers and, whatever knuckle push-ups knuckle push-ups and and more you know uh, you know paper tiger alpha male stuff Mm. so um but i think that the star um it, it really does it's it's kind of like an opium for the 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 kind of miserable masses, if you will, I, yeah. and I'm kind of taking that quote from Stalin, but um, it, it is kind of an opium for those that really don't want to run in the direction of solving their problems. Mm-hmm. They rather just, you know, uh, uh, delude themselves, avoid them, and and kind of you know just indulge in a fantasy. And we all know women do that way more than men. Yeah, and um, I think that's an effective strategy because you know, they, they don't like women, women don't want the truth. Women can't handle the truth. And, uh, it's very funny to see, um, very, very true.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, whenever I read pretty much anything in this book really, I'm constantly struck by the fact that there's two levels to this. On the one hand there is the straightforward seduction level. Okay, how can this help me to get more girls? How can this help the audience to get more girls? What can we do in action actionable practical terms? But also it's it applies on a much wider level, doesn't it? And it does apply to people who are leaders in a sense or people who want to influence on a mass scale. And I suppose you could also say oh, on a smaller scale, but in business as well, but right. with something like the star, this is literally what it says on the tin in the sense that this is how a pop star or a rock star would influence a mass of people or, or how a religious leader would influence mm-hmm. a mass of people or indeed um, because he talks about him in, in the section, John F. Kennedy, a politician. And I would say Trump as well. Right. So it's all about, so, so, anything we talk about here you could look at it on the level of girls and getting laid but more importantly perhaps than that you can also look at it on this level of you know attracting people to you generally I mean with your brand John I always think you're somebody who really pays attention to your to everything you know the way that you look the way that you present yourself it's very well curated you're living this lifestyle that you've created for yourself in japan you, you you know you're into certain designer labels and so on and so forth it's all very sort of um as i say curated and laid out for people to look at and obviously it's an aspirational lifestyle so there's going to be guys looking at that thinking damn i wish i could do that myself right, right. um and for you as i understand it this works this attracts people to your brand who become clients and customers and then friends in the end sometimes uh but also equally it, it attracts women as well
2: yeah, I, I mean look, I willed this
0: life of mine into
2: existence and um, you know it is a life that is coveted. I mean look, I talk about I talked about this in salt, right? You know, the, what, what is the typical does a typical chick want these days, right? Like they just want to they want a lifestyle where they can kind of lounge around. Take Ubers everywhere, not have to worry about it. Get Uber Eats, not have to worry about it. Go have go out eat out, not have to worry about it. Have a couple drinks, not have to worry about it. Go buy a couple designer brands, not have to worry about it. Not be a slave to a nine to five, right? And I've achieved that. um, Yeah, you know, at at the ripe age of thirty five, but I have achieved it. And now it's funny because I'm very happy. Yeah, because I'm free and I've realized this life. into existence you know what i mean Mm. and um when you deal with the typical chick who because most women are very financially not well Mm. um they are especially in the west uh the typical chick is just miserable they're very unhappy you know and so when you're able to kind of portray like this kind of look at this dream i have achieved look at this grandiose state of life that i have you yeah. know it's it's very very seductive yeah um because it's it's enchanting it's like they it's just like oh my god why would you not want to be like me you know and especially <laughs> yeah. especially now in my certain my exact circumstances i'm in tokyo right i'm a foreigner so it's like automatically they expect me to be some poor loser and um i live in the 19th floor in a a luxury high-rise they come into my house they come into my living room it's beautiful they have like a skyline view um my adorable dog is so lovely and running around and happy and you know they they step into this world of happiness and luxury and and carefreeness and kind of like You know it it really blows the typical japanese girl's mind when she's like so what do you do for a living like oh i'm a youtuber she's like wow you must like work all day i'm like no i work one or two hours a day and they're just like huh yeah like it doesn't compute so when you have like this kind of just grandiose lifestyle that the typical millennial i'm living the millennial lifestyle that these people the 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 coveted millennial lifestyle work from home no boss self-made like famous or whatever on youtube with my eleven thousand subs and uh you know it's just something that that is some uh, that is coveted and it it can cast a spell
0: yeah absolutely it's important as well to say because i can tell that there's going to be guys listening to this and they're going to be saying all right so what you're saying is get money and then that's going to impress people and that's not it i mean yes in a limited sense of course money does impress People, it impresses certain women. Um, there are certain mm-hmm. women that that you know just uh, just fall into that category of gold diggers. But that's not really what we're talking about here, is it? I mean, Jack, maybe you can comment on this. But for me, what John is saying here, it's not like yeah, just have a load of cash and have a nice apartment and that's mm-hmm. going to impress them. It's something much more subtle than that, isn't it? It's the lifestyle. It's 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 the mythos in a sense that you're portraying.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's an allure to a certain lifestyle. Who mm-hmm. remembers that movie uh, Into the Wild? Complete opposite of John. Complete opposite. What was that with
2: the the three brothers?
1: uh, No, it's that one guy. It has the soundtrack by Eddie Vedder. Who's Mm. in it?
2: Is it Brad Pitt in it or no?
1: I can't remember who's in it. But it's about a guy who um, just sells everything, goes walking around the world. Then he travels within a van, whatever. Girls loved it. Tom Torero, guy lives in a van. Girls love it. It's the allure of freedom, and something completely different. John has that lifestyle of luxury, entertainment, freedom in and of itself as well. Right. Yes. Tom, as an example, has that freedom, allure, and master of his own realm. Mm. They Mm. both have that, but in two completely different ways.
0: Yeah. I think it's sort of a bit about mystery as well, though. Mystery is a key motif that goes through this book isn't it because it's a little bit like I mean yes okay John you know people have got money so maybe you know John's been financially successful great but then there are people no doubt who are significantly more financially successful but those people don't have that allure to them right those people are just I mean there are plenty of boring certainly plenty of boring. yeah there's certainly plenty of boring millionaires and I'm sure there are you know, many boring billionaires as well, right? Uh, so it's not. I'll, it's... I'll
2: tell you this. Again,
0: mm. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Troy. But, no,
2: no. Um, I'll tell you this. Okay. As a guy who has been uh, on both sides of the spectrum, like really, really dialed in with game, okay. Because last year, I'm not going to lie, my game did take a hit because <clears> I was just consumed with my work and consumed with my community. Um, I did very well last year. Uh, with all my investments and um, my my business and growing and whatnot, and I will tell you that money does not help you as much with women as you think it does. It does not. It it, it for me too. It is really, really, really eye opening to me how much money does not help.
0: And, <clears throat> and do you think that's because? girls the kind of girls that you're dealing with are either used to guys with money and so it's just not that impressive or do you think that genuinely actually most girls kind of aren't really gold diggers you know like there's a to me it seems like this there's a small proportion of girls who probably are gold diggers and they're like right I'm going to target this guy because he's got money and I'm going to get get something out of him but that to me is a very small minority i think the majority of girls are just fairly regular girls i mean they want to have a good time if if money can assist in having a good time that's great but i don't think that they are as you know, as, as typically as the manosphere might have it, you know, they're so shallow, they're all just after cash. I don't actually think that's the case.
2: I'll tell you this the, the biggest way cash helped me out was uh, when I was using Seeking. Um, yeah. I was able, I was able on the front end to show that, you know, I had my shit together and then they would be frothing at the mouth and then I'd sleep with them and then, you know, that would it, it basically opened the door for me to catch a different a, a certain type of girl um I, I still salt the earth don't get me wrong um, hmm. they, they didn't get a red scent out of me but um that is the only way i could really see that it was um beneficial to me but i'll tell you this in 2015 all i did was work my garbage job as an english teacher And I, I religiously went to the gym. I went to the gym six days a week. I went to the gym. I, I stayed on my macros. I got in the best shape of my life, and um, all I did was like I lived to work out and fuck. Like Mm. if I was making money, it was going to the gym and fuck fund. And when I was just dialed in to chad the fuck out in the gym and study game and get out there and do it, I was just like, dude. I remember. I'll never forget it, Troy. There's this girl and I'm not exaggerating to like sound cool. This girl was like stunningly, stunningly gorgeous, beautiful girl. Mm. And I never forget. I had sex with her. It's fantastic. And then I took her out for like a, a lunch date and, you know, the sex was good, or whatever. But I was really interested in this other chick. And I remember I was at the train station trying to tell her, all right, well, you know, it was nice Having lunch with you, I'm going to go home, you know, got to, got to go clean up my room because my place was trashed, right? Mm. It really was. And I never forget. She was like literally at the train station, like begging and pleading with me, please let me come with you back to your place to clean up. I want to help you clean up your house. I want to spend more time with you. Please don't send me away. I want to be, want to be here with you more. And this girl is gorgeous, man. Stunningly gorgeous. And I was just like walking home. I really couldn't get it, but now you know I've kind of let myself go because um, you know just my, my business has. Quite frankly, I've prioritized getting myself right uh, financially, and I have no regrets, honestly. Um, but the 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 difference I've noticed between having razor sharp game and being dialed in versus having money, it's it's completely it's night and day. Like game. Like, I know it sounds like it may, may sound like I'm shilling or something right now. Yeah. But, like, game, game really is the king. King of kings and lord of lords.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And, Jack, you're a man who's uh, who's ripped in great physical condition and probably yes. has no, probably has no money. So uh, how, what, what's your feelings on this? I'm only joking. I'm only joking. No, no, I'm
1: no. Not, I mean, he's poor.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm dirt <laughs> poor. I always <laughs> leave with that.
1: Like, I'm dirt poor, babe. This is all you're going to get. I'm handsome. Like sexy babies is all you're going to get. Not <laughs> even that, by the way. But um, is game king? Yes. Yes. Above all else. I've seen many arguments about money and looks and things like that. Um, looks do help. It get you. It will get you through the door, in all honesty. Mm-hmm. But there have been many cases where guys more ripped than I am had even social status. Couldn't get the girl. And why was that? Because they were, how do I say that? They were fumbling the football, so to say. They were putting the girl on a pedestal. They wanted to be with her because she's so nice. She was so pretty. Blah, 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 blah. Man, guy had a jawline like a brick house, was ripped as hell, and participated in, uh, what was it again? Temptation Island, was it? Yeah, Temptation Island it was. Could get any girl he wanted. Yet, His co-workers were the ones he put on a pedestal and wanted to date. I mean, guy didn't know what he was doing. With the whole money thing, do girls care about money? Money makes things easier.
2: Yeah, it greases the wheel.
1: Yes, it makes it so much easier for certain things. Mm -hmm. But do they really care about it? No, I've had girls travel two hours just to see me. Like gas money um, public public transport money, you name it, just to see me. They would yeah. rather spend money on me than me spending money on debt,
0: yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, like I think both of you probably i the the times when I've been <clears throat> outrageously poor in the past have actually been the times when I've been most successful in dating, really. And mm-hmm. to be honest, the times when I've worked harder and I've been more affluent. Have been the times when it's kind of gone out the window because, like John's saying, sometimes you prioritize that side of your life and yeah. the, the the having of money. As you say, I don't think it's really. I, I, you know, I'm thinking back on my life. I've been in situations where I've had it's overstated. It's overstated. I mean, I've been in situations where, you know, I've I've rented property and then I've owned properties and I haven't got around foreground. I haven't got around boasting about that. But girls are a bit aware that, you know, maybe this guy's got a little bit behind him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really make a damn bit of difference as far as I can see, um, you, you know, so and even going to fancy places or whatever. I mean, it, none of it really you've you've got to have the, the key thing, which is that chemical attraction between the two of you and we're, we're going off into the side of things where we're talking about you know is it game versus money versus look sort of thing which is which is fine but in terms of the star and this is what I think is important what he's basically saying is have you got that ineffable quality about you where you just walk into the room and people are they look at you and they're in some way transfixed by you and it's he talks about a couple of people. He talks about Marlena Dietrich. And he talk- with her, he talks about the emptiness of her face. There's this kind of blankness about her, this coldness. Annie Warhol, you could mention in the same way. And with those kind of people, it's almost like we project something onto them. So they, they're showing a blank canvas, and we project onto them. But then he talks about John F. Kennedy. And John F. Kennedy is a slightly different matter because JFK, his father was in movie production, and he spent time with actors, people like Cary Grant and Montgomery Clift and other people who were popular at the time, trying to figure out what made them tick, because he recognised that being a bit of a showman is essential in terms of winning people over. And then it goes on to talk about how his TV appearances were almost like mini movies. He really, you know, he, he, he really played up that side of things. So, John, I mean, you're somebody who is undoubtedly a, a showman in some degree, to, in terms of the way that you put yourself across. What's your view on that?
2: what sense do you mean like
0: well do you well okay how can this work if a guy's listening to this and he's like okay so i'm going to the local bar Uh what, what what application does this have i for me i think you can take all of this stuff on board and then it's really about how you carry yourself into a scenario because when i'm on good form and I'm not saying I am necessarily am now because of lockdown and all the rest of it, but when I'm on good form, I can walk into the bar and, or the, the, the club or whatever it is, and I just have that sense about myself that I'm cool, that I'm a big deal, that there is something more to me than they might perceive. Now, whether that's objectively true or not is, is debatable, but I, I can take that with me, and that attracts women to me before I've even done the game. Or at least it's not that they're just fucking to me, but it's just like that communicates something and then the game's a lot easier off the back of it
2: yeah i mean again the 48 laws of power right kind of tying it into this it sounds like a rubber green circle jerk over here mm. uh but you know act as a king and you'll be treated as one i think that's very very similar to this uh yeah. situation here when you're when you're a star you have to realize women are followers. Okay. People are followers. Humans are followers. Yeah. And when you act as if you're, you're bigger than life that you're got this grandiose air about you. I mean, you know, there, there's going to be, there's going to be people who are going to, uh, quite frankly, fall for it. You know what I mean? They will fall, they will fall under your spell. And so, for the guy who is trying to make this, I mean, make this work for himself, you know, you want to, you have to do the part. You have to, you have to look good. There's, you cannot neglect your looks as, as part of the star. okay? And little things like this, like making sure you're well-dressed, clothing's fitting well. You're wearing fashionable clothes. A look good on you. You're in good shape. If you have the money, you're wearing brands, right? T- and tastefully so, not like a Chinese Fucking tourist, but where the, I <laughs> I feel like wear them because the Chinese are—they're known for their poor fashion. Um <clears throat> You know, don't just out wide, just like wear something that just is like you know huge brands all over it. Make sure it's done tastefully, and you know, you you all there have you have to have a certain arrogance about you but it has to be done tastefully it, it true like i mean it, it, the, the book is fantastic because it truly is the art of seduction there's a you have to have a finesse about you yeah the, star.
0: the thing about the arrogance is very true and here's my question do you have to have that naturally or is it something that you can create or something that you can you know fake if you like to some extent
2: i think you can cultivate it you know who you know mm. speaking of arrogance you know who the kings of arrogance are what country what would you say troy <laughs>
0: uh i'm thinking italy for some reason but i'm not sure Jack, what do what you think? thinking. i'm thinking italy as well actually maybe spain
2: oh you guys are you guys are pretty shitty europeans the frenchmen
0: yeah of course yeah, yeah. Oh, the, french are
2: <laughs> <laughs> the french are the most pompous arrogant fuckers on this planet and it works for them mm. they are such mm. snobs especially parisians right mm. especially parisians mm. not so much st- of course the french in general are are more snobby and arrogant than the uh you know the 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 normal um the normal uh, uh european person or or you know regular person in general but the snobbiness let me tell you something the, the japanese are snobs right and the only way to make a snob feel bad is you out snob them and yeah. the French are are masters of this <clears throat> and, and they truly, especially French guys, when they come here, they truly like, they have such a, a graceful condescension about them. Sometimes I have a French friend now that we hang out with, uh, on a regular basis. And he's a very nice guy, but I could I can see, and it is a, is not a bad thing. I'm not saying this about him, but I can could, I could see like the kind of the embedded arrogance in him, the embedded mm. pride. But mm. what it does is it automatically places you beneath them. And for a person who is unhappy and and about to be seduced, then this is a recipe for success, you know. So you want to have that kind of arrogance about you. Like I realize, like when somebody because the japanese are very snobby too very very snob they're snobs of asia and um, you know when you have somebody looking down on you um, the only way you can really beat them is is to out snob them and and i think that's that's part of the 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 allure of the star is kind of like you know i almost see it as like the the the, the crown prince walking above the crowds through them and then you just see like the, the the hands of the peasants like trying to like oh please like you know bring me <laughs> up right so that's what i think
0: yeah that's true uh, here's the thing right if you observe a celebrity in uh, an actual star a celebrity in real life and they go into a you know social situation like it's a club or a bar or whatever then what you will find is that the people around them Are kowtowing to them. The people around them have to, or feel that they have to, qualify themselves to the star. And even if the star is being quite boring, or just saying very banal things, or saying, you know, did you see Love Island last night, or something like that, it it's it's given this sense because of their presence that it's more highfalutin than it actually is. And people are like, oh my god, and they feel like they have to qualify to that. Now, what? I've seen successful guys do who who are good as seducers, is that they will also go into an interaction. But their modus operandi, the way their settings are, is not how do I impress these people? How do I impress these cute girls at the bar? Their modus operandi, their setting, their default setting is how do these people impress me? Okay, And if you can flip the script like that, then And it's a very subtle thing, but if you can flip the script like that, then you start to get people qualifying to you rather than the other way around. Jack, is that a strategy that you've uh, employed? Not consciously, but I do know
1: what you mean. Like, it's those moments where you feel so good about yourself and you walk in somewhere and the only thing you can think of is, how is this entertaining me? How is this of any value to me? I'm the shit. Are you? Well, apparently you're not. I'm leaving. Bye. This is boring. This is of yeah. no value to me at all. Yeah. And yeah. then in seductive cases, when it comes to girls and things like that, they they sense that. They pick up on that. Like, what's with this guy? What's with him that nothing is phasing him? Like, I know then the hamster spins. Like, I know I'm pretty. Guys have been buying me drinks all night. Why isn't he paying me attention? that's kind of what you want and with guys as well they tend to be drawn to you for some odd reason they want to be your friend like i mean you've guys had guys buy you drinks right oh yeah yeah what the hell like you're somewhere in a bar or whatever and then all of a sudden guys start talking to you and before you know it you've got free drinks
0: black pill guys are gonna cut that bit
1: i know I know. <laughs> I don't uh, care, man. I mean, gotta
2: I, do something with their pathetic loser lives.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can't blame them for wanting to look at me. Seriously, I mean, I can't blame them.
2: But yeah, you know. But it's the thing is this too. For 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 even guys in this community who even who are watching, right? You know, um, I, I'm I'm I'm. You know, you have to cultivate a healthy narcissism to the point that um when people do these nice things for you you just like expect it and you gracefully accept it like oh yes this isn't i'm used to this this is just another day in my in my perfect normal life you know like i i do like and, and it is for me like i have a i have a friend that's um the vip manager at uh at One Oak, uh, he also is actually French. Great guy, though. I really like him. Um, we he actually fought me physically in, in a dojo, so I really have respect for the guy. Um, so, but when you when you have these uh, people who just kind of are impressed with you, and by the way, you carry yourself right. And and when I go to this club, I'm always well groomed. I always <laughs> have on nice clothing. I never show up there looking ratty or nasty. Um, I'm always well-mannered. I'm always, uh, upbeat, having fun. They know I have money and, you know, you have this air about you and it gets, now I'm at the point where I'm on a first name basis with the owner of the, the owner of one Oak Tokyo, as well as the, the VIP manager. <clears throat> and, um, I've got this all just from just kind of having the audacity, if you will, I remember to, 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 to speak to them. To, converse with them i remember i was there was the clubs were after hours and i i just spent a little bit of money at the vip it's been like about uh, that night i spent about like five thousand dollars and we were staying after hours and uh, i saw the the owner of the vip or excuse me the owner of the club uh it was like 5 15 a.m they're throwing everybody out and he was sitting on a couch uh about 100 yards or 100 or about 150 feet away from me and he was surrounded by security and wh- I was like, oh, I'm going to go say goodbye to him. And I walked past the security and the security was like trying to tell me, Hey, like, what are you doing? Don't do this. And I was gonna say, oh, no, it's okay. Don't worry. I'm just going to go say goodbye. And I immediately interrupted him in the middle of his game session. And I was just like, Hey, just want to say goodbye. Have a good night. And, um, you know, I'll see you next time. Talked, you know, looked him in the eye, shook his hand, and he was kind of like, oh, "Who the fuck is this guy?" You know what I mean? But <laughs> the, the the next time I saw him, is nothing but respect. Okay, mm, mm. you you're gonna get out of life what you demand out of life. Okay, I walked over there with a kind of arrogance, kind of entitlement. If I was like a mm. meek, like, "Oh, well, the security who makes nine dollars an hour told me to go over here," and, blah, blah, blah. and I was just like you know i know i just went over there and i was just like look if you're going to if you're going to yoke me up and throw me out yoke me up and throw me out but i'm going to come over here and say goodbye and when when you're the star and you're the one portraying the snobbery and and these things when you are physically confronted and and physically struck down or uh even if if it gets to that point it that actually elevates your status mm when you get when you get you know yoked up or beat up or or whatever you know just like because it's cuz fighting is kind of uh in that kind of in the seductive sense fighting is very anti seductive it's very mm. just like you know the the aggressor is usually the weaker one in my opinion
0: yeah that's absolutely right out of interest your french mate or the couple of french guys that you mentioned do they do well over there with girls very well and is that as a result of? I'm sure it's many factors, but the arrogance does that play into it?
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because well, one of two things. You see, Japanese girls, um, they 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 niche down over here. Mm-hmm. So if they want an American guy, they want the guy like who's like a gentleman, the ladies first, blah blah blah, right? And what is what is France and Paris known for? Right, the city of love. So Mm -hmm. the guys kind of already have a leg up and, you know, French guys are pretty smooth, man. I will not gonna lie. French guys are pretty smooth. And, um, you know, the, by them kind of talking to the girl in France and, you know, French is a very, very hard language to learn as well. So they are the, they are the masters of the domain when you communicate, because when you're using the French language, you're playing on their battleground. You know what I mean? Yeah. in the, in the seduction of it all. So they're the ones like, "Oh, well, you don't, you know, you don't say it like this. You don't say like, I don't know, fucking jetain, you say tame, blah 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 whatever, yeah. right? Mm, and they correct mm. the French and and you know like kind of condescending like, "Oh, you you little dum dumb, like I I'll, I'll <laughs> teach you. I I I will grace you with my yeah. godlike intellect and, you know, I will guide you." And again, that is that that in regards to talk about hypergamy, they're up here and the girls down here. Which is exactly where they want to be in order for that sexual yeah. attraction to occur.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is there, out of interest, any affinity between particular affinity between Japan and France? And I'm only asking because I had a Japanese girlfriend once, and she told me there was. She said, "Oh, we, we." But that may have just been her. Maybe it was some of her dirty, dirty laundry she was washing. But she was sort of saying, "Oh, you know, we we tend to like the French, not French guys per se, but just the French in general." She said the cultures are, you know, thought well of each other.
2: Well, I mean, because, again, the the snobbery. The Japanese are snobs, man. You have to realize Japanese people are ultra, ultra, ultra snobs. They're kind. They're good people. They trick the average moron who comes to this country and and buys the facade that the the culture teaches the people to sell. But um, behind it all is a vicious, vicious condescension looking down on every race that is not japanese okay <laughs> yeah and again the only way to counter that is by out snobbing them right um in japan you know how you out alpha guy you out polite him okay wow yeah you, you, you that's how you handle it here right
1: i remember that story
2: mm-hmm. you out you uh, you out polite them and so um yeah th- but i would say to be honest with you there are more parallels <laughs> with uh the japanese and the german and if we're gonna talk about cultures exclusively there's more mm-hmm. parallels between the germans and the japanese than there are the french um and funny enough uh, troy the when it comes to japanese uh women marrying foreigner men the highest divorce rate is between uh french men and japanese women
0: oh really oh that's interesting rate. yeah that's interesting well maybe for some reason it doesn't uh last further down the line after the initial attraction. Exactly. Um, So in the chapter, he then goes on to talk about the mythic star, something he calls the mythic star. And I think this is akin to something that I've discussed when I've done my fashion presentation in Body Language Mastery, and I've also done it on this channel and in my own groups and things, where I talk about fashion and I talk about uh, selecting archetypes that you're particularly drawn to. Robert Greene mentions the patriarch if you're looking for a high quality woman, I suppose. But he mentions the patriarch, he mentions the rebel, the renegade, uh, you know, archetypes of that kind. And he says, you're the blank canvas. But if you can focus yourselves into yourself into one of those niches, or you can appear like that sort of a character, then without you even having to say very much, her imagination is going to do a lot of the work for you. But having said that, another thing that he talks about a lot in this book and in the chapter is is ambiguity. And I kind of think the way that you present yourself right, I, I think there's value in having people not quite sure quite where you're coming from, if that makes sense. Because in all of this stuff, you don't want to be too easy to pin down so i would say somebody like john i would say your look is fairly eclectic in a sense i mean you've got the you've got the gold chains you've got the shades you've got the different things that you wear sometimes you know like in that picture with the the, the black coat you look quite formal other times less so so i'm imagining when somebody sees you they're kind of like can't quite figure this guy out. Is he old money? Is he new money? Is he like what you know? And 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 I think it's that it's creating that fascination that's really important in the way that you look and also the way that you come across generally.
2: Um, sorry, I was replying to the chat. What was what was the talent? Because you're mentioning my my fashion.
0: I'm just saying that while it can be useful to style yourself to an archetype so like you look like mm-hmm. a biker or you look like a rock star yeah. or whatever yeah it, it could also help to be somewhat ambiguous and i was just saying with your vibe uh, yeah. you, you know it's kind of like people would look at you and think well probably this guy's got some some cash but at the same time you know is he like new money is he old? but like what's the what's the vibe you certainly don't look like you're fitting into an archetype of i'm an american abroad or something like that i mean you're not mm-hmm. a dude who's sitting there i don't know in, in a fucking uh, Outsize Walmart t-shirt or indeed a Ralph Lauren polo neck and some chinos. Do you know what I mean? You've got quite a distinct look. And I, I think throwing people off balance a little bit with how you present yourself could be, could be powerful.
2: I mean, I do have a certain, I know how to, because, appe- because the Japanese are so racist. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I wear, you know, my, my daily clothes, I make sure I look good. <laughs> and, um, It's, it's like as pathetic as it sounds like by wearing brand names, um, by having, you know, nice gold, my Rolex and, and these things like that, the Japanese are very materialistic. They are, it's, it's massive consumer culture over here. Massive man. It rivals the United States with how much consumer culture is over here. And, um, you know, by the way I dress, it, it cultivates an air of respect. Um, because foreigners are looked down upon in the society. And so I don't want to be, the the reason I do it is I just don't want to be lumped in with the rest of the loser foreigners. Like, oh, here's another, like one time, uh, this Japanese chick was, um, uh, was, I met her in this uh, local bar and we were chit chatting and I could tell she didn't like me. And she looked at me and she was like, what are you an English teacher? You know, I, and she was just being like, you know, it was a backhanded uh, statement to me. And, um, you know, that that those little things do happen. So I mitigate it by dressing the part, looking well, uh, being, a you know, you have to be you have to be more than life. Right. And when you factor in the fact that I, I think personally and I think this ties into the star and, and, and fe- feel free to correct me, Troy, but. I think one of the most seductive things and one of the most attractive things you can be, or one of the most things you, sorry, it's late. One of the most attractive things you can do in game is be genuinely happy. Mm. I I personally believe if you're genuinely happy and you're, you're attractive like me and you, uh, not like Jack.
1: Uh, <laughs> you guys will never reach my level.
2: <laughs> I don't have enough. I don't have a shovel that digs that deep. Oh!
1: <laughs>
2: I love you, Jack. I love you um, too. Man. No, but you know, um, I think that oh, damn my own jokes fucking took me off uh, off track there. Uh, where, where was I going with that?
1: That I am incredibly handsome. You are incredibly handsome.
2: Um. No. When you. Okay. Yeah. No. Being incredible. Being very very happy. Would you agree, Troy? Would you agree that like being very like sincerely happy is an attractive trait?
0: Yeah, I think definitely it is. And the thing is as well,
2: and holding when, frame in the happiness. Have you ever been on yeah. a date? You're like really happy, and the girl's like like trying to drag you down her misery, but you hold the frame, and you're like, because I think happiness is a luxury. Man, it's a mm. luxury. I think people are less happy now than they are they were a the couple uh, years ago. I think happiness is going down on the planet. So if you mm-hmm. can actually really figure out how to be happy and convey that on a date, on a date, the girl's either going to be so miserable, she's going to be repulsed, or she's going to be so miserable, she's going to feel embarrassed and be like, "God, why am I so miserable? Maybe she would be happy like this fucking guy. Be positive like this guy." And you're, and to be honest, is as, as Disney as it sounds. When you're happy and positive and optimistic. You're rare. You're gonna stand out. Yeah, you're gonna stand out big time, especially nowadays.
0: Yeah, that's right. And again, in the times when I've been happiest and I've been radiating the most positivity, those actually are the times when I've tended to have the most success in dating. It's just it's just a way, and like you said, it's about holding that frame as well. Because if you are if you're so up there, you're just so you're so happy, your life is awesome, nobody can mess with it. She's, she can, you know, the masturbatory glove again. She can say what she wants to say. It's not going to bring you down. Mm-hmm. That's a really, that's a really attractive frame because people are attracted to positivity. But also, like you say, it does to some degree these days indicate high status because most people aren't very happy.
2: No, they're not. So,
0: and that's a sad thing to to say, but it is the reality, isn't it? Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm sad
2: or loser
1: <laughs> 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 you bring that allure with you with satisfaction i guess a lot of people aren't satisfied and that's why they um uh, that's why they succumb to seduction so to say because of that lack of satisfaction uh, as i mentioned in the beginning like in, instagram influences things like that why are they so popular because they reflect the lifestyle a lot of people want and as john just mentioned when you're the guy who's got his shit together, who's happy about himself, who's confident about himself, and who's positive about his outlook on life, you're going to draw people towards you. Some people might resent you for it, of course, if you've got the crabs in the bucket mentality. But in general, you'll draw people towards you because they want more of you. You bring that happiness, you bring that joy, you bring that positivity. And I know it sounds kind of woo-wooish, but it's contagious. Positivity and a great outlook on yes. life is contagious, I, and that's I think, actually I think, my f- final point because I gotta go, guys.
2: Oh well, I was gonna agree with you, Jack. I think uh, I think positivity is contagious, and I think negativity is contagious. It's who yes. has the big, who has the bigger balls to hold the frame. That's mm, what it is, mm. and they'll yeah. either they will comply or they'll goodbye. You know, they will they will submit to you and they will join you in your misery, they'll join you in your happiness, or they'll fuck off, or you'll tell them to fuck off.
1: Well, mostly you tell them to fuck off. I've had friends, I even had dates with, pe- with people who were depressed, at least they use that word, and I'm like, well, my life is pretty awesome, so this is not going to work out. Yep. Bye. Yep. Yeah. Just the end of that. So, guys, thanks for having me on. Great to see you again. Troy, see you next time. See you later, Jack. Thanks very much. Peace, peace. peace. Yeah, man, well...
2: Um, now the kitty's gone, the exactly. girl man can talk. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let's
1: take
0: this up a notch. Let's take this up a notch now. So the thing... W- can I ask think, you, uh, yeah.
2: what, what's your... You know, my, my favorite, you know, I'm so disappointed that I couldn't talk. Like As soon as I left last time, my, my favorite one to talk about is the coquette. That's, I do that... Listen, I could send you some text message screenshots right now that yeah. I'll probably send it to you in WhatsApp uh, yeah. that will... You know, it, it, it is amazing when you find a girl that's so miserable. Um, yeah. I, I'm using some coquettish, coquettish behavior right now with uh, an adamant feminist in, in <laughs> Tokyo. And yeah. she's never had someone play her own game against her. And she is just like loves me hates me and cannot get enough of me at the same time
0: (laughs) what kind of uh what kind of moves are you pulling what are you saying to her uh
2: very 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 um you know viciously calling her out on her shitty behavior Mm, viciously mm. calling her out of shitty behavior and 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 doing it with such very very coarse language (laughs) Uh, (laughs) right very 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 coarse things certain things like you know uh, like you know, like she told me something about because you know one thing she does that that I really don't like is every time uh, she would come over before she was like you know can you like can we please order some food I'm so hungry I'm so hungry and um you know I was you know I was liking her for a while and it was cool and but I that was the one thing that just like really kind of pissed me off a little bit she's like always wanted me to order food um and it's not that I don't have the money or anything it's just like I don't know everybody has their thing and that's mine. And so I told her, I said, you know, all you do every time you come over is you just want to order food and, and, you know, I don't, I don't owe you anything. And I told her like, what I asked her,
0: that you? Uh, there we go. Yep. I
2: say, I say like, you know, very things like, you know, what do you bring to the table? You don't bring anything to the table. I like you hang. I, I say things like I let you hang out in my luxurious, you know, apartment. You get to spend time with my cute dog. I buy you food. I dick you down. I treat you so well. And then I was like, what do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table? What do you do? I said you don't do nothing. You bring nothing to the table. All you yeah. do is bring a fucking headache. And she's like, <laughs> ah! you know. And <laughs> I, I just I just sent you a text message uh, of mm. the screenshot. Uh, don't put it on the on YouTube yeah. at all. But uh, no. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it, you you can see what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it is in a way the most important part of the game, isn't it? Really. I mean, it's it's like it's push pull, isn't it, ultimately? Yeah. And the thing that comes through in this so frequently, it even comes through in the star a bit, is that you've got to have a bit of distance from people. Because he talks about the star as being, yes, mm. it's somebody that's attractive and fascinating and everything else, but there's also that little bit of differences, difference distance as well, right? And that really anchors in the attraction. And so... Mm.
2: Well, I think what do you a you mean by distance? How would, you, how would one enact that?
0: Well, I just think that a lot of the time... In terms of dating, guys and people in general are just too damn available. You know, like you go on the first day, and it's a bit like, "Oh yeah, this is my resume. This is what I've done for the last five years. This is where I want to be in the next five years. Everything's an open book immediately." Oh yeah. You, do you know? know?
2: Do you know how you you know how you do that? And and today's day and age, how? By, one of the one of the most. It's like the it's 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 my favorite way of being passive aggressive. Mm. Is you do not open her dms on instagram but you keep posting Mm. stories of you having like a great happy time like i'm eating this great lunch i'm on this beautiful balcony i'm like in beautiful miami and all these things and uh that really drives them up the wall because as soon as you like because girls are so used to it they're so used to instantaneous reply instantaneous comply from men but when you start becoming more elusive yes it's 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 uh it's it's economics you know it's supply and demand right the more scarce you are the the more unattainable you are the more they're going to faint they're gonna they're gonna fiend for you right
0: yeah and in a way instagram is built for the star isn't it instagram can make anybody a star
2: you know what you know an unintentional consequence of hot dude con right I didn't like, I, I did hot dude con, right? So for you guys watching, I went and met all the men in the community. I went to Los Angeles and then I went to Orlando. Then I went to, uh, when did I go Then I went to New York city and I went to New Jersey I went to Philadelphia and I went to new Orleans, God, never go there. And then I went to Miami, right? So I went to seven cities, right? And during the seven city tour. I just, you know, being the man that I am, I'm content producer, whatnot, I documented it all on Instagram and I just documented and I saved it all in a highlight. And I didn't even realize this, but so many girls were watching me and watching me go around, get picked up in Porsches, get picked up in Maseratis. I'm flying first class everywhere. And I'm just living this like, I'm just, you know, living that hot dude life, my life, but it's also a very, very, very seductive star-like thing because I'm having all these kind of girls come out of the woodwork and hit me up in my DMs like who who I would never have even engaged with before. These are stunning girls, man. These are yeah. hot, hot, hot babes. And they're seeing me do this lifestyle. And it was perfect timing because Tokyo actually uh, went into lockdown on... Mm january uh 7th but tokyo lockdown is like we would kind of like the restaurants to close at eight o'clock if possible but if you don't, <laughs> you don't find you uh but still they're japanese so they're like oh we gotta worship the government and be good people and so um yeah you know that that thing was was very star-like in itself the 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 traveling and, and i wasn't even trying to do it i wasn't even trying to like flex or whatever, i was just like going out there to meet the hot dude army and that was an unintended consequence but a positive one i have dude Uh, God, I hope Miss MLD's not watching, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, in the past 48 hours, I've had sex with three girls and I went on dates with four and these girls are all hotties. Mm. Um, so, you know, just little things like that pay off big time when you are, uh, you know, living that kind of star-like life, if you will.
0: Yeah. It's really about curating your image, isn't it? And Instagram is a amazing tool for that because anybody can pretty much set up an account and if you're doing cool stuff and showing it that you you create your own stardom it's not like in the old days where the only way to become a bona fide star was to become an actor get into a hollywood movie or something like that you can be the star of your own movie now but then it comes down to the lifestyle as well doesn't it because if you're not doing cool stuff then the 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 content that you put out there's not going to be very exciting and then it's not going to have the effect that you're talking about so it, like with all of these things in the end you might understand the principles but you've got to actually go and do stuff as well you've got to build that cool life for yourself and then tr- people will get drawn into that right
2: yeah absolutely you know um i think i i think one of the biggest problems why men have uh failure in in, sedu- in seduction uh and, and in life in, in general is because almost nobody almost nobody plays the long game okay i started out on my seduction journey when i was 19 okay <clears throat> now here i am i'm 35 i am the way my life is set up is health aside i'm invincible okay like there's like i am doing great i have made personal Great investments. I don't have. I could stay up and and live stream with Troy until the sun comes up. I don't have a boss to report to. I don't have anybody breathing down my neck. I don't have. I don't have any financial deadlines. Nothing. Um. And the same thing with my with my success with dating. I have put in so many time. I've I've put in so much time and effort and hours into cultivating my excellence in seduction and my life in general. That it's just. It's very, it's, it's almost, it's so hard for me to fail right now. And I, yeah. I've cultivated my, my life for uh, Tokyo right now because I have realized when I went back to America, oh my God, first of all, shudder, dude. Oh God. <laughs> America is just like uh, Miami aside. It's just like, I I literally, like, I just felt sick to my stomach. Yeah. how bad the dating market is only because I've tasted this upper echelon of dating. If you, mm. if you haven't you're if you haven't left America and you're just there and you're like, "Oh man, I saw this hot girl like ignorance is bliss." So you can kind of yeah. stay there and be okay, but you know, you've been to Ukraine and I and mm. I it's just skinny girls everywhere. Everybody's skinny and beautiful. Everybody's yeah. skinny and beautiful. Same thing here in Tokyo. Um so, you know, by playing the long game, right? you're gonna want to you're gonna want to to play um to to the to the three that we all need which is money muscles game mm-hmm. right the money aspect is it's just it's just to to grease the wheels I mean think of how much pussy you'd be getting now troy if you had to go to like a nine to five mm-hmm. like if you had yeah. to go to you had to go to bed early to wake up and go and yeah nine to five it's just it's just crazy it's absolutely insane you know what i mean
0: yeah it's things like that isn't it it's the logistics of it if you've Mm -hmm. got to be in bed by 10 p.m and you've got to be up by six and you've got to be in an office for eight to ten hours a day or whatever it is then you're just not as you just don't have as much leeway in your calendar to make things happen let alone anything else let alone can you do cool stuff with her on dates and, and so on So, yeah, 100 percent, man. I think that's why people who have cut loose from the conventional lifestyle. Well, put it this way. Most players that you meet, most guys who take this to the next level, that they want to make this a a lifestyle. They will, in the end, tend to leave any corporate job they've got or any sort of structured job and they'll go and make it for themselves. And I think that's no coincidence. The two things go hand in hand,
2: Uh, dude. And, and and i think really uh it, it's all about and i hate to even use this word but it's 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 about becoming really alpha like what's more mm. alpha than saying okay fuck working for anybody i'm gonna go make money on my own think about that it's like so it's such a ballsy thing to do it's really mm. ballsy and and that's the thing a lot of people cannot do it let alone women they cannot do it right mm. it's very mm. women are afraid of risk they are risk averse
0: (laughs) yeah that's true well look there's a quote in the book and i wanted to put this one to you because i I really like this he said most people are hopelessly banal Mm -hmm. and that's a slightly derogatory thing to say but i was just thinking about that quote while you were speaking and i mean for a start do you think that's true because I, I sometimes sense, I think a lot of guys, it's not that they're in themselves hopelessly banal, but it's just that they just do normie stuff and they present themselves in a normie way. So that's not attractive. But secondly, is it just about not taking risk? Because if you don't take risks, you do the normie stuff. You shop in the same stores as everyone else. You watch the same TV programs. You're just like an also-ran kind of a character and you've got no standout. Whereas if you take risks, you do cool stuff, you draw more people into your life. Yeah, I mean, like, do you know? I, do you know? What I, do you know what I mean? Though, do you ever get guys yeah. who come to you for help, and it's sort of like there's nothing wrong with them. It's not like they're not necessarily not good looking. It's not that they are unintelligent or anything, but they're just kind of a little bit. They're just kind of a bit normy, and you just think, yeah. God, if you just if you just put some juice into it, if you just kind of like what did did something a bit fucking crazy, took a risk, and embodied that in the way that you come across that would make you more attractive.
2: Yeah, no, listen, that that I cannot I cannot express to you how much I agree with that statement. The mm. Be- hopelessly is so 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 true. Um you know now that I'm now that I've become whatever you want to say affluent or whatever, rich whatever. I'm not wealthy, but I'm definitely rich, or whatever you want to call it. Right? I hate even talking about myself like this, but just bear with me. Um, now that I'm rich, and now that I have figured out my way from poverty, um, it is it is it's painful to be around normal people for me. It's just like I, I like. It's just like, it's repulsive. It makes my, it makes my stomach turn. I'm just like, unless they want to come to learn from me, which is my passion in life to teach, to lift men up. You know, my goal is right now is what I'm doing with my community. I'm red pilling guys. And then I'm making them rich. Okay. And I'm not red pilling in the sense like, oh no, I know what alpha made is. Like, no, these guys are getting pussy. Okay. These guys are having sex with a lot of women because that's what we want. And then I teach them how to become rich. Okay. That is how you make lasting change in the world. That's what I'm doing. And the average person is so just like the average person right now doesn't know what to do with themselves. You know why? No. Because Trump's out of office. Who are they going to hate? How are they going to channel their their hatred? How are they going to channel the, the – how are they going to – what are they going to distract themselves with now?
0: Well, very true. Very true. I don't know. Like in the United States, I mean, you were there after the inauguration, weren't you? Or did you leave before the inauguration?
2: Because I knew Biden was going to come in signing executive order, So I got out before just because I didn't want to be trapped there. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know yet if the dust has really settled over there. I don't know what the feeling on the ground is over there at the moment. If people are really. you're,
2: You're missing out absolutely nothing by going to America. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, I'm telling you, you're better off going on. You, you should meet me in Dubai. I'm going to go to
0: Dubai a little bit later this year. Um, well, if you do, yeah, let me know because Dubai is pretty near here. Actually. I was looking at it before half of yeah. England is in, a, a load of people from London are in Dubai at the moment because they're escaping yeah. restrictions and whatever. So,
2: well, listen, we have, we have hot dude army connections
0: in Dubai. We could go have a yes. yeah party.
2: No, I'm, I'm literally, I have, I have troops on the ground there and we have yeah. pick up, Yacht party waiting when we go. So
0: hey, I am I'm up for that cuz it's like uh, as I say it's it's not very far from here and it's a really popular destination from London. So
2: um so another thing is this, right? Um when it when it comes to uh this going back to what I was saying, yes, the the, the average person is hopelessly uh is I'm sorry, what's, How do you spell that word? banal? I mean
0: what, uh, banal b a n a l.
2: Uh b a n a l. Yes, 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 yeah. yes yeah absolutely. And it's just like banal is just like it it just means like painfully boring and and normal. It's like it's just like it's like un it's like it's like eating non-flavored, very basic out of the box white rice, not even mm-hmm. jasmine rice where it has like some kind of beautiful texture to it. yeah, the fragrance to it, but just e- eating you know, just, it just, it's, it's sustenance. It keeps you alive, but it's almost repulsive because it's so normal. You know what I mean? It's almost like, it's so normal. It's disgusting. And most, most people are, man. Um, and, and, you know, I I like, I, I tell people this, um, this book uncovers a very dark, unfortunate part of our reality that a lot of people will turn a blind eye to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People they will turn a blind eye to, it, but if if you're like us and you go in and you explore and see what's going on in this this fucked up side of reality, you're going to get more power because by understanding the side of reality that exists and learning how to control it if you go that deep, um, you know, there's power on the other, on the other side of that and and I I don't think a lot of people realize that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and just from the point of view of being a content creator, and this is something that's going to interest a certain proportion of the audience, and maybe not everyone. But I would say that you, in particular, have done very well out of having this attribute. Let's say, you know, and when you look at people that are successful, not just YouTubers, but just 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 across the board in terms of in terms of influencing a mass of people they all tend to have these star like attributes don't they they all tend to have that slightly larger than life thing that there's always something that's a bit aspirational about them that draws people in like i say though it doesn't always have to be money it doesn't always have to be I, somewhere in the book I, I and i forget if it's actually this chapter it may have been it may be in the charismatic actually but i think it applies here he says something like if you do something a bit crazy then people just think you're weird and whatever. If you do something really crazy, if you just blow the if you just blow the house up, then you get people worshipping you because they're like, "Oh my god." And again, it's this sense of like having this outsized ambition. Does that resonate with you at all?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I had the idea of going to Japan and I mentioned it to people, that was kind of crazy. It was like, you know, like, okay, here's another one of Jonathan's crazy ideas. You know what I mean? That was just a little bit crazy. But when I packed my bags up, mm. flipped the bird, and got on the plane and took off, now people are like, it was a spectacle. It was like, oh my God, Jonathan yeah. went to the other side of the world, he went to Japan. So yeah, you know, you gotta be all in. You you can't yeah. you can't dip your toes in the water. You just gotta dive in or get the fuck out of the water. It's it's one or the other.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um moving on a little bit, we're coming to the end of the, the section now, really. But he he also, and I just want to bring this up, we we don't we don't want to like harp on about this topic because it's kind of been done already, really. But he he also talks about how some people with this star-like quality, if you introduce a little bit of spirituality into it in some way, if you br- if you bring a little bit of mysticism into it, that tends to really get people going. Now, there's two applications to this. The first one is with girls. And there's quite a well-known now stereotype of guys who play on spirituality in order to get girls. Um, there's a guy I follow on Instagram called Super Slutty Snake. He calls these guys... Um, Shaman or fake shaman or something like that, and basically these are the kind of guys who they're at the party in Mexico and they turn up and they're wearing sort of like hippieish clothes. They're like, "Oh God, babe, I can I can feel your aura, I can feel your energy, all that kind of shit," and or they talk about astrology and girls really like that and buy into it, and that can work as a sort of a dating technique. But what we've seen in the sphere just recently with Pat Steadman and other people as well is that some of this stuff actually works on guys as well uh, unbelievably you know i mean I, it's it's hard for to to conceive of really but it, for a certain proportion of guys if you start talking about esoteric stuff like energy and vibes and even astrology and stuff like that some dudes will buy into this stuff as well what do you think about that
2: it's true man look i i would say that it is it's very true it's super 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 true because you know uh, people are susceptible people are are easily deceived okay because
0: yeah because the the, just the thing is right i mean as much as you know we all i mean look at the
2: blue pill it's deception yeah blue pill is deception the greatest indicator of just look for everybody now in the world look at this okay because we're all in this shit together right now go outside and see how many people are walking around with a mask on versus people who are not wearing a mask that is a representation of blue pill versus red pill period
0: yeah yeah because we all like to you know have a bit of a joke about about pat and everything but if you look at the views on those periscopes he was doing he was getting some good views on those things he was getting like you know 5k views and stuff on some of those things which is Mm. you know for a for a so i'm not i'm not praising him for anything like that but i'm just saying for a content creator of his size it shows that there is an audience out there for this this stuff which That's is kind of, it kind of blows my mind, but I mean, yeah, well,
2: I mean, look,
0: and uh, actually as well, of course, let, let's, I, I don't want to put Alex Jones in the same category, but, but let, let's, let's be real here. The audience that guys who are going into more sort of off the grid kind of thinking, those audiences are massive, right? Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying it. that Alex Jones is all BS and you know, whatever, but I'm just, I'm just saying there is a big audience for this stuff. Isn't there?
2: look, man. I, I've been doing, you know, the the downside of me getting rich and having all this free time and my genius intellect is, I've got a lot of free time to think too yeah. much now. And when you really think about life, when you when you when you don't have when you have the stress of bills taken away and the stress of office pressure, the commute, you know, the the nine to five is used to to delude you and to take you away. Sublimate. Yeah. To to. You don't. to Keep you down and 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 distract you from the the, the real reality of life, which is like yeah, li- life is life is kind of a fucked up dark experience. It's like here is light, here is consciousness, here is everything, and oh by the way, you're gonna lose it, and you have to like wait and watch until you lose it. You gotta like things are gonna get progressively worse. You're ba- you're gonna get injuries. You're gonna get sick. You're gonna you gonna have to watch your parents die. You have to watch your dog mm. die. Right. So um, a lot of people don't want to deal with that reality that your your death is coming and you can't stop it right so it's it's soothing to believe in god it's soothing to believe in reincarnation it's soothing to believe in there's a there's a purpose for your life and and jesus is looking over you and allah is probably you know he's coming to, to take care of you or vishnu or Reincarnation or uh, whatever bullshit I- is out there. It- hmm. It's 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 like uh now the quote is appropriate. Stalin said, "Religion." It-, it was Stalin, right? Stalin said, "Religion is opium for the masses." Was it Stalin? I believe it was some Russian. Was he
0: called? Stalin. Was he called Marx?
2: Uh, let me see. I'll type in right now. Religion is the opiate of the masses by Karl Marx. Correct. I'm sorry. I, I thought it was Stalin. But Karl Marx is all he, he was also uh, Russian, correct? German. Wow. I'm so retarded. Yes. yes. Um sorry, I'm not I'm not like one of the genius bookie people like you are. I've just I le- I listen to audiobooks. Sorry. <laughs> but my point no still stands.
0: <laughs> well, no, no worries man i'm listening to a bunch of audiobooks now i was out doing a bit of exercise before listening to an audiobook about cryptos you'll be glad to know so mm. i'm uh yeah, so yeah. yeah but um but yeah you're right i mean it, it is um it is the opium of the people and people want and, and this actually circles back into what we were saying at the beginning of the star people want that distraction they want something to take them out of their they mundane do. banal lives
2: i i see it i i respect you um for getting older and still not you know taking the cheap route which is jesus
0: yeah growing the beard and uh.
2: (laughs) no 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 just like i i like i see it pathetic i i it's like our our human nature is so pathetic that like people are so they're so full of themselves and they're so like you know me 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 so i'm getting older and i'm gonna die soon so you know what instead of being grounded in reality, I'm going to believe in Jesus because I am important and I deserve to live forever. Me, not you, not them, but me. It is me, me, me. Right. And again, if you are, uh, if you're, you know, if you're weak minded enough to deal with that, I, I could see why these people, you would gravitate to these people, people, you know, I I would say this. You know why the I'm not going to get political on you, but you know why the 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 liberals are 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 pretty much beating the conservatives right now, is because the liberals are weak and they stick together, right? Mm. And the the conservatives they are independent. They 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 don't like you know we we they want to have their own independence. They don't need people around them. Weak people are everywhere. Mentally weak people are everywhere, and they. Are looking for a leader. They're looking for someone to guide them. And if you're like Troy, let's be honest, man, if you and I were to like, if we could, if we could disappear ourselves from the internet and reinvent ourselves as pastors, we would be billionaires. We'd be so rich because we're good at it. And we Hmm. could lead them, be like, listen, my child, come to me, my broken son. You know, Jesus is is here and has Hmm. a plan for your life and you are special. It's so funny how a lot of things are just, uh, just like uh you know heavily based in narcissism um Hmm. you know to to appeal if you appeal to someone's narcissism i mean it's in this book you talk to a man about himself and he'll listen for hours you know what i mean It's, it's it's that's one of the quotes that i took away from this book
0: yeah yeah because people want to feel like yes on the one hand they are worshiping god they're putting themselves beneath god but in another way they are sort of it's a way to make them feel special as well, because now they have spiritual significance on this planet. They're not just an animal who's going to live for a few decades and die. You know, there's, there's, it, it raises them up to another level. So I think you're, there is this sense of narcissism about it as well. Right. Absolutely. Um, um, and says, uh, to win big in the world, you have to appeal to blue pill normies in some way. Many people have made a lot of money from deception. This seems to be the only way to make it big. Do you concur? Well, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't no. say
2: that. No, I don't. I, this is a guy who clearly doesn't have money or success. Um, <clears throat> you don't need to do that.
0: Well, here's the thing, right? What, one thing I would say is that you were talking about pastors and pe- those people making a ton of money. And I mean, not even bring religion into it, but there's a lot of people who are selling unrealistic dreams to people and they are making cash out of it. That's why the, But that's why the blue pill is so big. That's why religion is so big. That's why things like... Astrology and spirit, quasi spiritual things are so big because, without a doubt, that is something that appeals to a big mass of people. But that's not the only way to make it big. The mar- actually the market that we're in, to be honest, is probably it's it's not the biggest market in the world. It's probably not the best market to get into. If you if you're thinking, oh, I want to make it, you know, I want to make some cash, going into men's. Red pill self-development type stuff is not really because we're telling people you've got to do work. We're telling people you've got to put yourself out there and you're gonna fail and you're gonna fail again and build yourself up, etc. etc. It's not an easy sell, is it?
2: No, it's not, it's not, and that's why I take pride in what I do. I'm fucking very goddamn good at what I do. Um, but yeah, like do you understand? Like, man, you know, one of the most gratifying things for me in the in fight club was mm. when they're in the department store. And they're talking to the women we're like we're selling their own fat asses right back to them <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. honestly I know my I know my horoscope sign do you
0: uh I do yes,
2: and do you know what like what are you
0: well I'm on the cusp between Pisces and Aquarius,
2: okay, great, so we just left the age of uh, Aquarius right yeah so we we left so the age coming- of Pisces. And we're going we're into coming into
0: now. Aquarius, aren't we, I think? Right.
2: So being able to know little things like that and then being opinionated about it. Cause I'm a Sagittarius, right? And so I always say, and I read what Sagittarius says, and it says, like, you know, Sagittarius love to travel. We're very wild-spirited people. Whatever, right? Do mm. I believe in that shit? Fuck no, I don't believe in that shit. However, I know women believe in it, and I know yes. they are very well-versed in the delusion, and I believe that when you are able to talk about this stuff confidently, then um, you a- you're able to speak their language of deception and, and delusion. And you can use this for your benefit on the date. Girls would just, if the, the more you can cater to a woman's delusion, the more she's going to like you. I, and, and Robert Greene was talking about that recently on uh, his interview with Jordan Belfort. Right. So, uh, I was on a date with a chick last night, right, man, man, Troy. You're not even gonna believe this shit. Okay, this chick is a Japanese national. Okay. Yeah. Die hard Trump supporter. The how I met her it was a it was an act of God, Troy. I kid you not, man. Last night at the bar, she was talking about she was talking about Adrenochrome. And, <laughs> And and <laughs> dude, it blew my fucking mind, right? And Robert Greene recently uh, was on uh, the Wolf of Wall Street uh, uh, Jordan Belfort podcast, and he talks about like you know, if you are to mirror this woman's beliefs, or, or just, excuse me, if you're to mirror someone's beliefs, mm. and and to say like, oh, it's it, I'm part of your in crowd. A we, it's us versus them. It is the most seductive thing ever. And this woman last night fell so, so hard for me, super, super hard, right? Mm -hmm. We ended up having sex and even if she was on her period, but she was like, I don't even care. Like, I just feel like, you know, I'm so into you and I want to do this today. She sent me like fucking like a, like a Bible of texts. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was all because I was able to appeal, appeal to her, like her, her belief system, which happened to be, we talked about, uh, you know, horoscope signs, talked about Trump, talked about how she, she like hates Joe Biden. She hates Kamala Harris. She hates black lives matter. It's like, it's unbelievable. She is a chi- uh, she is a Japanese woman. And she was like, so, so like enamored with USA Republican politics. And if I were to be like, not, well-versed in in speaking the, her language of deception or whatever she believed in, you know, then yeah. the horoscopes and all that stuff, the, the attraction would not have been as strong.
0: Yeah, yeah, in, indeed. And that's why uh, this guy, Super Slightly Snake, talks about these guys who are what he calls fake shaman. And he's saying it in a slightly derogatory way. But I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, to be honest. I think that this used to be Wait. called chip track. Yeah. I think it's good to yeah. learn about this stuff.
2: Yeah, you know what you know what Japanese chick crack is?
0: What? Um, blood anime. types.
2: Blood types.
0: Okay, okay. Somebody mentioned that, actually.
2: Yeah, this guy in the chat, Boozin' Boozin'. We actually talked about it last night. I'm O, and she was blood type B, and they're really compatible. She's like, oh, my God, we're compatible. Really? Like amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. A, a awesome. and O is not that compatible,
0: but B and O is very compatible. Yeah.
2: If a Japanese girl likes you, she's going to ask you your blood type. She's like, what blood type are
0: you? Hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That hasn't really taken off over here, but um but the astrology, <laughs> the astrology stuff, tarot, palm reading, all that kind of stuff, you know, energy. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, because I hate these guys who go on about energy on Twitter and stuff, but oh, energy vibes, it's very hot right now. If you could talk about that stuff, you know, it's good. Um, I've got to um call it to a close uh in a minute, but At the end, he talks about the dangers of this. And one of the dangers of this is that being the star is you've got to keep updating. You know, you can't just be the character that you were in 1995 and expect people to still think you're awesome because obviously it's going to look old hat, whatever. So you've got to keep moving with the times. And I think that's a pretty no brainer sort of a point. Um, But one thing he said that I thought was really interesting. Once people have recognized the star, any kind of publicity, even bad, simply feeds the obsession. And uh, is that entirely true? Because we've both been on the receiving end of, um, you know, uh, sort of haters and stuff like that in the past. But uh, is that true? Or do you get to a point where it's almost like whatever they say, it kind of doesn't really matter because the people that are bought into you are bought into you?
2: Well, I do believe that you have to continue to reinvent yourself. It's exhausting to be the star like you know you have to you it's just inevitable that was that was the question right if, if you believe you yeah
0: have to- uh, well do, do you firstly do you have to reinvent yourself and then secondly do you think that even if you get haters and bad criticism it doesn't matter because people it just fuels people's obsession with you rather than does you any damage
2: <sighs> that's a good question i think if you want ultimately for the ultimate uh for the for the maximum effectiveness you're gonna have to continue to reinvent yourself you're gonna need i mean like that's like that's like if apple had the same fucking phone every year Mm. you know Mm. but the new one you know and Mm. that that's also something that kind of like you know you could do as as the star right you i make sure i always have the latest iphone i always Mm. do it's part of my seduction thing yeah you know it's still a lot of people don't have the new iphone surprisingly but um you know, I it's it's part of my thing. And it's also part of my way to kind of s- sub slowly signal to the girl, like, hey, like, you know, I'm better than you. Like, ew. Like you have like a fucking iPhone ten. Like, what is this? 2018? You know, that's yeah. That's you know, that's 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 one of the things I agree with. Um in regards to, you have to continuously reinvent yourself, and it's exhausting to be honest with you. It's so fucking exhausting, mm-hmm. but that's just human nature, you know. Like if I didn't keep on updating the set and updating the, sh- you know, if I still was just in a suit with a, you know, doing like the Aaron Clary type of broadcasts, <laughs> on <you know, laughs> my, my paper background wall, you know, I don't think I'd have like a the the growing uh, viewership that I have now. You know what I mean? So, yeah you have to, you have to. I mean, and and I think that's just, we, you and I, we are, we are like, we are stars on YouTube. Like we're, we're like, you know, we're stars in our own right. We're not really like big, big, big celebrities, not yet, but we are stars. But if we kept on doing the like you're doing this series right now, right? What if you kept on doing just whatever you were doing before, like your street videos, then I don't know, like,
0: you know, w- would you be where you are right
2: now? I'm not sure. I, I, I'm more likely to lean towards no than yes
0: yeah you've got to keep moving on and keep developing things and so on and so forth well listen anyway um thanks ever so much for coming on mate it's been f- awesome as always to catch up and um yeah man i mean like there's just so much to think about in this in this chapter and in the whole book in general really so hopefully we'll get you on to do some more um as we go forward with this but um what you got coming up what what do people need to look out for um etc Gone to bed uh this
2: sunday patreon.com forward slash modern life dating 9 p.m eastern standard time what we're doing is we have limited coaching available uh we're gonna be every second and fourth sunday of the uh month we engage in the group coaching and where i we exclusively talk about how to get more women and how to get more money so it's money oriented and it's also seduction oriented okay so by uh, signing up for this, this Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to go ahead and talk about that. We're talking about cryptocurrency. We're talking about uh, investment, real estate investments. Um, just if you're a guy that's like stuck, okay, and you just want to get out of this trouble that your life is, patreon.com forward slash modern life dating. Um, we have a marketing plan right uh, effective right now. There is limited spots available. This is not going to... Uh, last and as this fills up moving forward um this is something you're just gonna want to be part of if you're a guy that's serious about changing your life if you're not then hey you know there's plenty of time and places for you to be mediocre but if you want to come be an above average man and learn how to do it patreon.com forward slash modern life dating go sign up now it's only a hundred dollars a month it's laughable how cheap it is
0: awesome stuff man uh everybody needs to to get on there and sign up you can see the uh the URL there, patreon.com forward slash modernlifedating. As far as I'm concerned, if you just uh, subscribe to the channel, that'd be very nice and hit the notifications bell. Give me a like, give me a comment, all of that good stuff. Help to uh, tickle the algorithms and build up the channel. Uh, Get on my free email list as well. There's a link below to my free email list. I'm sending out emails most days of the week and I'm summarizing this stuff from the art of seduction, by the way. So if you get onto the email list, you will be the first to get the the written summaries. I've got one going out tonight uh, about the ideal lover and the coquette. Um, And as John was saying, the coquette is really one of the key archetypes in this whole book. So there's some great stuff in there. Join the email list this afternoon. You'll get that email later on. And yeah, that's about it really. Um, Thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks if you're watching this back on the replay. And we will see you guys again very soon. Bye-bye.